<laughs> if there's one thing I am, it's honest, and I don't hold back. I got nothing to hide, and this isn't scripted. <laughs> you know, some people's podcasts are scripted. This is not one of them, my friends. They are currently not on my deletion list because they do have magic within them. Three, two, one. And here we go, 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 go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Not Another Nerdy Podcast, episode number 21. We're legal now. My name is Tom Van Zant. I'm your host, and with me are my magical and my metal co-hosts, Mr. 110% himself, D-Rock, Derek Mitris. Hi. Man, you have just been bringing it lately with the intros. I gotta hand it to you. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. money and <laughs> the man who brings the money, Mr. J. Money. D Rock Senior Bo. I knew you'd come. Yeah, buddy. What's going on, boys? Lots and lots of stuff. Welcome to episode number 21. This is kind of a milestone, like much like milestone 19. This is milestone 21. Very good. Wow. Did you ever think we'd make it this far? Not after last week's episode. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm not worried. I got some feedback about that. I, I have to address a few things. But I told you people would love that episode. Yeah, you were right. I stand corrected. Apparently, when we don't talk about nerd news and we just ramble without a point, people dig it. I don't get it. I don't know. I guess that's why it's called Not Another Nerdy Podcast. Well, it helps that we're, we've been real-life friends for a long time, and we just didn't meet on a podcast. True, true. We have a lot of stories to tell. Yeah, yeah, we do. And, and they're funny. Those wild man stories were great. Oh, that was hilarious. Was nice to, I was in tears. <laughs> nice to reminisce about the piss pot and the funnel. <laughs> How about you, Derek? How'd your week go? Eh, not bad. Pretty good. Do anything interesting? Anything fun, exciting? Anything worth mentioning to Not Nation? Nah, not really. All right. Well, thanks for your, that's uh, you're you're giving one hundred ten percent right out the gate. How about you, Money? What what's been going on in your week? Well, I worked a lot. Uh, went out, got my uh, another free burger for my birthday. Ah, damn! I haven't done that yet. Went out on Cinco de Mayo. Got a giant Georgia peach margarita. Nice. Pretty awesome. Went to see a little movie that we'll probably talk about later. Yeah, I think we're talking about that later. And that was about it. wasn't too uh, exciting. I actually bought a new car. Nice. Congratulations. Yeah. Did you buy it from Derek? Absolutely. Good job. You're a good man. Thanks. So pretty excited about that. It's always fun getting the new ride. Awesome. So if you look on my uh, personal Facebook page and Twitter, I'm sure I'll be putting pictures up of it. Yeah, it was nice to finally see the, the pictures you posted on our Facebook page, it was nice to finally see Dr. Bill's bananas and actually <laughs> see what we were talking about last week. Derek's Funko Pops and all that good stuff. So that was good. Hashtag it's all connected. It's nice when, oh, yeah. we, nice when we can be interactive and, you know, tie it oh, all I got, together. I got my ProWrestlingTees.com order of all my Burger Matt Hardy t-shirts. I in. saw that. You posted that on the page as well. That was very good. Yeah, very exciting. I'll definitely be wearing those when we go to New York Comic Con. Mm-hmm. So that was exciting news. 
But yeah, it'd be great if people would be more involved with our social media. What, Jay Money, why don't you tell them how they could get involved with our social media? Sure, Tom. They can like us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash notpodcast1. Follow us on Instagram at notpodcast1. Follow us on Twitter at notpodcast1. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Podbean. We're on Stitcher Radio, Google Play. We're on a new site called podknife.com where you can leave us a five-star review. We've gotten a few already. We really, really appreciate that from the Knotheads. We have a YouTube page. Just search for us on YouTube. And also check us out on the nerdpodcastmafia.com page where all our episodes are available to download and listen. You are so money and you don't even know it. That's right. And you can also check out all the other members of the Nerd Podcast Mafia on that page. How many are there now, Tom? Uh, there's nine currently, and I believe we're trying to decide and determine on a tenth member. And there's a bit of controversy going on. I mean, I guess this is as good a time as, as any to bring it up. Uh, you know, I don't want to be whacked by any of the other members of the family by talking out of school. But as many of you know, I wear my heart on my sleeve. I'm a very honest person, and I hold nothing back on any podcast that I'm on. I'm an open book. This shit's not scripted. So, you know, if something's on my mind, I'm going to talk about it. And uh, I'll, I'll leave some names out so I don't upset anyone. But it got a little heated. I'm not going to lie. It got a little heated in, in our discussions, our, our mafia table discussions about new membership. And as most of you know, I've been trumpeting Aussie and the Palm, our friends from across the pond. I feel that they would be a great addition to the fam. And I've wanted them to get involved. So, and they've actually been very active and pleading with the other mafia members to interact with them and tell them what they need to do to prove their worth and make themselves a member of this group. But the Nerd Podcast Mafia, I'm not sure who runs it. Does Tom run it? Does Joey from So Wizard run it? They could be name dropping. That's my research already. Name dropping, aren't I? But this is our plea from the Aussie and the Pom show. We really want to be part of the Nerd Podcast Mafia. Now, we're up for some initiations, aren't we? Now, you know, we know we're not just going to be able to walk straight into this mafia and they're going to go, yeah, yeah, come in. So this is our plea to you guys. Get on Twitter at Aussie underscore the Pom or where can they find us on Facebook, Nate? Aussie and the Pom. Yeah, so find us, search us, hunt us down and we will do some initiations on our shows over the next couple of weeks, if that's what you want from us. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll hold our hands up. So, yeah, that's our plea. So come at us, have a little bit of fun, and join in. Let's bring the podcasting world together even more. Yeah, there you go. And, uh, yeah, not too many people have been getting back to them, unfortunately. It hasn't been the fun thing that I thought it was going to be. And ma- that's mainly my fault, because apparently the way I presented it was taken the wrong way by some of the other members of the group and uh, one member in particular actually went so far as to call me an arrogant prick that wasn't right that's some bullshit did you guys see that in the chat oh absolutely what'd you think of that D-Rock? no d-rock what'd you think of that i didn't see it you're so foolish uh, are you gonna be a part of this podcast or what are you doing you just um, told us the other day that you saw it remember you said fuck that guy that tells off time or whatever <laughs> i did yeah why are you playing stupid? I must, have, I must have had too many protein shakes. We're talking about, I just said we're nothing but honest on this podcast, and you're already lying. Why Why are you not playing along? What is wrong with you? I thought you were talking about something else. Oh, my God, dude. Go back to sleep. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm not sleeping. Well, you, maybe you should. I, I, I've been up since 7.30, bro. All right, so you and I did not have a conversation about this at any point prior to what when I'm bringing it up just now. 
Is that what you're trying that was to about, I thought this was a different conversation. Is that what you're trying to tell Not Nation? You're lying no, to I the listeners. I thought we were talking about something else. You're going to lie, lie to your co-hosts and your friends and, and your listeners? I'm not lying. You saw, okay. All right. I'll just talk to Money about it then. So, Money, you saw that in the chat, right? Absolutely. Okay. A little uncalled for, I have to say. It wasn't right. It was a little uncalled for. Yeah. I even said up front I wasn't trying to be a jerk and it was not my intention to ruffle any feathers. And I was just putting it out there that I thought these guys would be a perfect fit for the group. They're very active on social media. I personally find their show funny. Some other people may not, and that's fine. I know not all podcasts are for everyone. I know our podcast isn't for everyone, and that's fine. But I felt overall the positives outweighed the negatives, and it would be a good fit. I presented my case, and then it was brought to my attention that other members of existing members of the mafia had previously brought some of their favorite podcasts to the table to join. And it was never properly addressed at that time. So that's fine. That's all well and good. And I understand that, okay? I'm not saying that Aussie in the Palm is better than any of those other podcasts that they brought forward. I just didn't like the way it went down and the way it was handled. And fortunately, some of the original members of the Mafia spoke up. And and I think now everyone is back to the table talking and we're all okay again. But I will say that there was a moment. And, and you know, because you, you heard the episode last week, folks, I have a bit of an Irish temper. And there was a moment when this person called me an arrogant prick. That there was a moment in time and space. There was a moment in, in social media, Twitter time and space, where I almost said a few things that would have pretty much ensured that we were all banned from the mafia altogether. So I'm glad I took a moment to step back and take a deep breath and not say anything that I would regret. And embarrass you too, because that's not fair to you. I represent all of us. But having said that, I would appreciate an apology from this character. And I don't know if he even listens to our podcast. I'm going to guess that he doesn't. Maybe he'll hear this show. Maybe he won't. But I'm just putting it out there that I think an apology is in order because I wasn't being an arrogant prick. And I don't fucking appreciate being called an arrogant prick, especially in the group. He'll probably ask, at what time did he mention me? And that's the only part he'll listen to. Yeah, right. He'll ask for the timestamp. Yeah, what's the timestamp? When, <laughs> when were they mentioned? Me? Oh, yeah, that was the other thing. Ozzy and the Palm only mentioned us and Joey. That was it. I, I think that rubbed him the wrong way, too. So I think he uh, owes you two apologies, Tom. How's that? Well, because he calls you arrogant prick, you know, whatever that was today or yesterday, like you said. And he probably also called you Eric and Prick when you wanted not a nerdy podcast to join the Mafia. And he was probably like, oh, that Eric and Prick wants to join the Mafia again with his new show? I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a guess. I mean, we wouldn't know because we weren't in the chat, but I have a feeling he'd said the same thing. Yeah, well, I did like the fact that he was defending Joey. I thought that was cute because earlier when I had first presented Ozzy in the Palm, Joey had said, that he didn't agree with that choice. And so I, you know, you know, Joey and I are dynamic and how we bust each other's balls. So I basically said, your vote doesn't count, Joey, because you're a fucking idiot. (laughs) But anybody who knows me and knows Joey and knows our banter and our relationship on, sorry, I'm going to mention it, Jay Money, on our our previous podcast, So Wizard, 
we busted each other's balls and we were at each other's throats all the time. It was one of the things that people actually enjoyed about our podcast, I guess. So when I call Joey a fucking idiot, he's one of my oldest friends. I don't really think Joey DiCarlo is a fucking idiot, okay? But this guy apparently got offended by it because one of the first things he threw back in my face was that I called Joey a fucking idiot. And then he called me an arrogant prick. So, well, he probably doesn't know about you and Joey's uh, dynamics in the bedroom or however you call it. <laughs> well, I don't know about that either because I've never been in a bedroom with Joey, you creepy fuck. Your, your little fantasies are your own in your head. That's your own deep, dark secret. So I thought that was kind of cool that he was sticking up for another Mafia member, but I didn't think he needed to attack me at the same time. That was kind of unnecessary, but hey, whatever. People choose to conduct themselves in certain ways, and that's fine. He can conduct himself that way, and I'll conduct myself the way I conduct myself. But I do feel I'm owed an apology, that's all. I agree. Probably won't get it. Hey, whatever. I'll still promote their podcast, because they are part of the fam, and, you know, I'm a team player. I, I apologize to you, Tom. For what? For calling you Eric and Prick over the years. No, I'm sure I've said it before at I'm, some point. But. Yeah, but at least you say it to my face, and I know who you are. And hmm. you know you're not, you're not some uh, keyboard tough guy from across the country that I'm never going to meet in person. Calling me an arrogant prick, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyways, enough about that. Let's shout out the Nerd Podcast Mafia, shall we? <laughs> so we have the Geek Yogurt Podcast. We have Superhero Speak. We have Fans on Patrol. Cult 45, Open All Powers, The Nerdtastic 4, The Dork of All Trades. Who am I forgetting? Uh, I think you got them all. you say So Wizard? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and the So Wizard podcast, of course. I don't, I don't like to mention them because Jay Money gets upset. So that, those, are the <laughs> those are the eight members of the Nerd Podcast Mafia. And then, of course, we, not another nerdy podcast, make nine. We're working on the 10th member. We're hoping it's going to be Aussie in the Palm, but, you know, we're going we're gonna to have to sort this out and figure out exactly how it's going to work. There, there's a couple I think of, I had the best reasoning out of all those idiots. And what was that? <laughs> I, I'm serious. What I said in the fucking chat, everyone picks one fucking show. Every show gets one show pick, and then they all fucking join. We have 20 shows, and everyone can stop their bitching. I'm serious. What the fuck's wrong with that? No, it's okay. I liked Montego. Never can stop being menial and everything. So. I liked Montego's idea too that we cap it at twelve instead of ten, and then that way we can let the last three shows in, including Aussie and the Palm. So I'm I'm down with Montego's idea because I think that's the most fair thing to do. Because I I agree. If these guys had proposed those other podcasts first, then they should have a fair shot at being in if they if they feel they're going to bring something to the table. See, I want Ozzy and the Palm involved because I know they're going to help spread the word of nerd, if you will, and the word of the Nerd Podcast Mafia. They're yeah, very, I, I agree with you, Tom. That's why I want them. They're in. very active on Twitter and social media, yeah, they're and huge. they're going to cross-promote with us and help us out, and we'll help them out, and, and quite frankly, I enjoy their podcast. So that's a little... Uh, Pulled back the curtain, and hopefully the rest of the mafia isn't mad at me for sharing family secrets. But again, I wear my heart on my sleeve, and I talk about everything, as most people who know me know. So whether they whether they like it or not, that's who I am. So if you don't like it, you don't have to listen. But I'm glad you do. That's it. Oh, I, I tell you what I did this weekend. It was uh, Free Comic Book Day last Saturday, May 6th, and I took my daughter for free comic book day and we ran around went to three different stores and we had a blast it was a lot of fun did you guys make it out for free comic book day oh yeah yeah it was good during no, work I hours work. 
Yeah, you had to work, huh? Yeah, I didn't make it out, unfortunately. Uh, that's too bad. Well, if you go to our Facebook page, I did post a few videos and some pictures of our haul, what we took in for Free Comic Book Day. We got a lot of nice free books, and I want to thank all three stores that hosted Free Comic Book Day that allowed us to participate and gave us some free books, and that, of course, is Comics and More in East Hampton, Massachusetts. USA Earth, Milky USA Way. USA Earth, Milky Way. Shout out to them. Also want to thank Most Excellent Comics and Collectibles down in Enfield, Connecticut, USA Earth, Milky Way, and Matt's Sports Cards and Collectibles in Enfield, Connecticut, USA Earth, Milky Way. Shout out to all three of those guys. Special shout out to the man who designed our Not Another Nerdy Podcast logo, Mr. Mark Mastell, who was actually signing books and doing sketches at Most Excellent Comics. He was very nice and did a Wonder Woman, a beautiful Wonder Woman sketch for my daughter, Gabby. So, that was awesome. Yeah, I want to thank him. He's the best. And he's actually probably going to come on next week to promote Broadbrook Comic Con, which is coming up in a couple weeks. He wants to talk about that. So I told him he could come on for a few minutes and pimp that. So he'll probably. Where's that, Tom? It's in Broadbrook, Connecticut, USA Earth, Milky Way, J Money. All right, cool. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll check it out. Yeah, it's a $5 admission to get in, so why not, you know? It's kind of having con withdrawal. I need to go to one. There you go. Well, that one's coming up soon. And also, Hollywood Ron Leary Jr. want to shout out to him because he gave my daughter a wicked awesome Chewbacca print. He painted a picture of Chewbacca and signed it for her and gave her the print, and that was really cool. He didn't have to do that, and I appreciate him. Did she have a lot of fun, Tom? She did. She had a blast. We are creating awesome. such a nerd. It's such a good thing to raise them right. You know what I mean? That's Yeah, that's super awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. And uh, so I bought her a, uh, what was it called, Derek? Hard candy or rock candy? What was it? Rock candy? Yeah, a rock candy Supergirl figurine. It, it kind of looks like a pop, but it's not like a big-headed bobblehead thing, but it's a little statue of Supergirl, so I got her that. It's a vinyl figure. Yeah, vinyl figure. Got her some comics some free comics and then bought her some other comics and that's the main thing about free comic book day that i know a lot of people probably don't realize those comic stores still have to pay for those books even though they give them away for free it costs them money so if you're going to go out on free comic book day don't just take the free books you got to spend some cash too you know what i mean hopefully everybody who participated in free comic book day did that and supported their local shops and awesome. yeah, it's going to be fun. Looking forward to it next year. It's too bad it's only once a year, but something to look forward to every first Saturday in May. I, actually, I'm going to have to ask Aussie in the Palm if they, I wonder if Free Comic Book Day happens over in Europe. If it's worldwide? Yeah, if it's international or not. I'm going to, that's a good question. I'm going to have to remember to ask them that. Anyways, yeah, definitely. But Do they have comic book stores outside of the United States yes. and North America? Yeah, I would imagine that they do. Oh. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, I know they have them in Canada because we've been to them before. Yeah, they have them in Montreal. I've been to a couple uh, of them. I'm pretty sure that comic books are found worldwide, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if you had to, like, you know, mail order. So if you order a book and three months from now you get to read it. Oh, that would suck. That would suck. Well, I mean, Diamond Distributors comes out of the United States, so. True, true. Well, anyway. Do they, have, do they have Marvel headquarters, like, satellite office in Australia and the UK? Maybe. We'll have to ask them. Sure they have a UK office. I'm going to write it down right now. I'm making a list to ask them next, next time we talk to them, Derek. Like Iron Mike? Write yeah. everything down? That's right. I'll write everything down like Iron Mike. Marvel satellite. <laughs> How do you spell that? Office. Okay. Aussie. Aussie. And... Palm. Okay. Yeah. Got it. 
All right. <laughs> anyway, but yeah. So shout out to um, and and Lewis from Anger Geeks. I ran into him down there at Most Excellent Tune. We had a good conversation. He was poo pooing Guardians of the Galaxy, and we got into a rather heated debate. But anyway, really, yeah. It was well. He's a big DC guy anyway. Oh Christ! Yeah. So, but he had. I, I'll give him credit. He had a couple good points about what he didn't like about it, and I had to agree with him on a couple things. And we'll we'll get into that when we do our review, because this is, of course, the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two movie review, which we will be doing shortly. But before we do that, Jay Money, I apologize for losing my temper with you last week. It's okay. You know, I get a little heated. I get a little fiery every now and again. It's all right. But I did. Most people agreed with me, so. Well, whatever. I didn't mention So Wizard, though. I just did the Ant Man, imp- the Hank Pym impression. So. The Hank Pym, yeah. And some people like the Hank Pym. In fact, Tom's Watto statue likes the Hank Pym impression, I understand. so. You're right. He did tweet yeah. about that. Yeah, so. he, he says. Well, he, ha- he has to. It has your name in his Twitter thing. Whatever. He bags on me all the time. He never agrees with me. So this he did agree. He said, uh, You guys don't know funny when it's right in front of you. So I feel vindicated by Tom's Watto statue. Thank you. <laughs> oh yeah well people love this week so yeah all the feedback i'm getting so far yeah that's what i've heard too i guess my little temper tantrum was well received by not nation and uh, <laughs> <laughs> by my former co-host who you don't like me to mention but joey DiCarlo himself said quote listening to the first part of not another nerdy podcast episode number 20 it was like i was having nam flashbacks so Nam. I don't get that. Because... Oh, a flashback to Soul Wizard days. Yeah, yeah, like, because gotcha, gotcha, he's gotcha. used to me flying off the handle yeah, on yeah, him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay, now I got it. <laughs> With good reason. So that was right. pretty funny. Anyways, so yeah, sorry about that. I was a little hot under the collar, and I'm much better now. I'm back on my meds, so <laughs> we, we, we shouldn't have any issues this week. <laughs> Your meds as referred to as Blue Moon? That's right. Well, no, it's oh, what, Sam Adams' uh, yeah. cold snap is actually snap, what I'm yeah. medicating with this week. So That's right. Weekend. You're a big cold snap fan. I like it. I still have some. So summer ale's coming, though. All right. Well, I, I think there's some nerd news, but in order to have it, I need to bring in a special guest. Did you guys know that we were having a special guest this week? No, not at all. Well, Who? I, I got a surprise. Baby, baby group? Yeah, maybe. I got a surprise for you. We got a special guest who's coming in to tell us about the news. So why don't we bring him in right now? Wonderful! Mr. Appleby. All right. How are we? Welcome to What's Am- up? Welcome to America. <laughs> how are you, buddy? Yeah, no, I'm good. Thanks. How are you guys? Awesome. Great. I'm, I'm actually very excited since you weren't able to be on your own podcast this week, Ozzy and the Palm. You, That's right, yeah. you you get to do the entertainment news on our podcast, so we're pretty excited. Yeah, I got a couple of stories from there that um I was going to use last week, so I've saved it for you guys. Excellent. Well, we appreciate that, and I know Nate and Russ are not going to appreciate it, but that's okay. That's right. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. I'm Afghani Dave, and this is the entertainment news. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 has taken $145 million at the US box office today, taking its worldwide total to $427 million, which in turn takes the MCU past $11 billion. The Vampire Chronicles book, made famous by the movie Interview with a Vampire, starring Tom Cruise, will be made into a TV series. Whereas the movie focused on just one book in the series, the TV show will draw from all 17 books. 
And in yet another case of nostalgia programming, Roseanne is set for a TV revival starring the original cast. And in news just to hand, Tom is wrong and Ant-Man is awesome. I'm Afghani Dave, and that was the entertainment news. (laughs) Well done. Thank you, Dave. (laughs) Anytime, mate. You wouldn't be the first person to tell me I'm wrong, I I assure you. (laughs) Well, that was some news right there, boys. What do you want to tackle there? What do you think? What's worth talking about? Obviously, Guardians of the Galaxy, we're going to be talking about it in some detail. We'll save that for last for our review portion, but... Glad to hear that it's made that much money. That's really good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's it's cool that they made a lot of money. No one would have guessed that. Oh, <laughs> shut up. So what was the next spot of news, Dave? The Vampire Chronicles. Right. They're making that into a TV yeah, show. Yeah, I think the most upsetting and disturbing thing about that story is that there were 17 books made. <laughs> I, I, Don't they already make a TV show of that? No, no. It's This is based on Lestat and uh, the Anne Rice books. Remember, yeah. they did uh, the Vampire Lestat and Interview with a Vampire and all that bullshit with Tom Cruise. Remember that movie? Uh, I hate the movie. Yeah, well, this is based on those books, and I, I never knew there were 17 books in that series, and that is depressing. So there's going to be 17 seasons of this shitty no, show? No, you're not listening to his news. He said they're going to draw from all 17 books. Like, did yeah. you go make a muffin? What'd you do? While he was doing his entertainment, the man took I just, the time. I just had my crunch berries. He took the time to put together entertainment news to share with you, and you couldn't even pay attention for five freaking minutes. You're, uh, you're like you're throwing stuff into the conversation. You're fucking confusing me. All right, yeah. There, there are 17 books in the series, which is disgusting, and they're going to use stories from all 17 books to make this mm. TV series, right? So maybe it'll just be one season and 17 episodes. <laughs> I mean, I don't know who's going to be watching it. Hopefully, it's only one season. Uh, I'm thinking of the Vampire Diaries. That's what I'm thinking of. Right. I tried to set you straight, yeah. but... So it's not the same thing? No, it's not. Oh, yeah. You're thinking of the CW show. Yeah. Diaries and Chronicles are separate. Separate uh, okay. things. Okay. And also, the Vampire Diaries just ended, so it's over. Good. So the Chronicles is a sequel, right? No, it's not related <laughs> at all. <laughs> All right, Dave, what was the next bit of news? Is this going to have Brad Pitt in it? No, no. <laughs> More he's, like Brad shit. He's too busy gearing up for the sequel to World War Z that we never needed or asked for. I, I like the first one. Yeah. But did you ever read the books? No, I don't read books. Well, you I, read read the first, I read the first chapter of the first book. If you read the books, you wouldn't like that movie. That's all I'm saying. I don't read books, so who cares? I read the comic book. I, I have it signed by the uh, the original. I have the comic of World War Z signed by Brad Pitt, uh, the by the author of World War Z of the right. book, not the comic. Rock and roll. Max something. I forget the fucking last name. What was that next news story, Dave? Roseanne is uh, set for a TV comeback. Of course. This is what happens. I don't know about you guys, but I'm getting a bit sick of this whole nostalgia. Every show that was on in the 90s, they're bringing back. I even wrote down a little list. Oh, yeah, give it to me. We've got Full House, Will and Grace, Gilmore Girls, Twin Peaks, X-Files, Charmed, Prison Break. No. Charmed? Charmed's the one you like. You you like Charmed, but you don't like the X-Files Hold on. You know why he likes Charmed? Because it had hot chicks that were hot 10. Yeah, that were hot 15 years ago, money. They're not still hot. It's probably not going to be the same people on it. No, it is. No, my understanding 
my understanding with Charmed is that it's going to be set in the 70s and it's probably going to be their mother, like the character's mother and uh, probably an aunt or something. Got it. Oh, well, that's cool. Yeah. As long as there's hot chicks from, like, the Disney Channel, I'll be happy. <laughs> that's creepy. <laughs> the Disney Channel. Well, they're older now. Like, girls are on the Disney Channel, like, five years ago. Oh, okay. Thank you. You know what I mean. Yeah, all right. Oh, boy. <laughs> Thanks for uh, clarifying for us and, and the listeners out there who are hiding their daughters. Thank you for making that announcement that no one cared about. You're welcome. Yes. I agree with Dave. There's too much revival going on. So is this going to be on Netflix as well? Because it seems like, seems like a lot of them are on Netflix. Top guys out. Or Freeform? Uh, I'm not sure about Rosen. I I think it's in development with a TV station, but I don't think it was Netflix. Okay. Ugh, it's just it was awful. one of the major TV stations. Well, as John Goodman himself once said, This is what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass! He said, didn't, like, at the end of that show, they got rich and all the other episodes didn't really take place or something stupid like that? Do you remember that? I never like watched it. No. no. They I... won the lottery. Remember they won the lottery and they became rich at the end? All I remember is they replaced the oldest daughter. The actress who played the oldest daughter changed. Yeah, like the first season. And right. then she came back later on yeah, as it was a different character. Very strange. No, she came back as the same character because the second girl left. Right. And yeah. we were just not supposed to notice. Right. And, you, and just like the whole thing was just a mess. <laughs> All I know about Roseanne is King Ralph used to be in that show. That's it. That's right. A.K.A. Walter Subcheck from... The Big Lebowski, one of the greatest movies of all time. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Well, John Goodman died towards the end of it. Remember that? No, he did not. Yeah, he did. Yeah, apparently he did. But his apparently they're coming out with some stupid plot line where he faked his own death so that they can bring him back. Come on. Are you serious? Yeah, he he died, then they won the lottery. And then, like, the last episode was like... The whole thing was like a dream or something. It was really, it was one of those sitcom endings where like, you know, like remember how Newhart ended? Yeah, the Newhart show. Yeah, yeah it was kind of like that. Oh man, is that weird? Wow. Yeah, the whole thing is just stupid. I didn't realize they killed off his character. And what kind of a comedy is that? The main freaking character They had a heart does. attack. Then they had a very special episode. Remember that, Dave? I have vague memories of it. I've never watched it since it was sort of on originally. Uh, so that was yeah, like 20 years no, ago, man. He had a heart attack. Wow. Well... That'll be interesting, I guess. Uh, I mean, I'm a John Goodman fan. I'm not a Roseanne fan, but I'd I'd watch John Goodman. We'll see what happens. Well, wasn't the Did you uh, like Cloverfield Two? What was it called? Uh, Cloverfield Lane. Cloverfield Lane. Yeah, but I I mean, one Cloverfield Lane. One Clover. Uh, one Cloverfield. Cloverfield. <laughs> yeah, Clover Lang. One Clover Lang. Cloverboy. It was the Rocky Cloverfield Cinematic Universe. Dead meat sucker. <laughs> yeah, I did. I liked that, Dave. I didn't like what happened. I didn't like what happened to him in it, but I did like that. I liked that movie. <laughs> wow, that was awesome. And I and I didn't see Kong, but I understand he had a bad ending in that movie as well. <laughs> so he's not mm. doing not doing good in his most recent big budget adventures. He he needs to go back to TV so he can survive, I guess. Well, did you think he was going to be the fastest guy out of that group, like to run away from King Kong? Or? No, <laughs> no. Was that it? Was, was there one more story? Just that Ant Man is awesome. Oh right. Okay. Well, we're not going to drudge that up again. Rock on, Dave. We we all we all know how that debate ended in last week's episode. So we, I like this guy. We're not going to touch it. We're just not going to touch that. Are you doing a retro review of Ant Man right now? No, no, we're not. You know what? We'll have Dave on when Ant Man and the Wasp comes out. Dave can come on and review it with us. That that's what we'll do when the sequel shows up. Oh yeah. 
That'd be Absolutely. a pleasure. And just for the record, I do like Ant-Man. I just didn't like that story in that movie. I But I did like him in Civil War, and I loved when he turned into Giant-Man. He redeemed himself. I, I'm a fan of the character. I'm I'm okay with Ant-Man. Ant-Man and I, we got no problems. Well, where on the Marvel Cinematic Universe list would you put Ant-Man? At the bottom. You, really? The it's very, the worst. Worse than Iron Man 3? Yes. Oh, you're out of your mind. Again. No, I'm not. I'd put it mid-level. I wow. think Thor 2 is probably at the bottom. See, I liked the Thor movies. Me too. I like Thor 2. Yeah. I, I like it. It's just not my favorite. Well, hold on, Dave. Do you agree with D-Rock that Ant-Man is better than Captain America the First Avenger? Yes. Whoa. I enjoyed Ant-Man a lot more than the first Captain America, but That's... also I had I was more hyped for Captain America than I was in. Right, you were more let down because Captain America is your yes. favorite character, right? Correct. I think Dave is just saying that because he's Australian. He's not from America, so that's why he feels <laughs> that way. That's Yeah, my... there's a certain amount of patriotism to the fella. Oh, sure. Absolutely. <laughs> he makes me want to run through a brick wall. I love that guy. But... Him in the Kool-Aid jug. Hey, you! Uh, did you take my advice and check out Agents of Shield? I know you said you were kind of interested in what I, I was saying. I will. I just have not had a chance to yet. I want you to because I, I want to hear what you think. I it's been really interesting. In, I'm on season two. Yeah, you're a little bit behind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So yeah, I was talking to Tom about this earlier. I stopped watching sort of around when the robots started taking over. It just sort of lost interest for me. Mm-hmm. I didn't even get that far yet. <laughs> It got better once the robots plugged everyone into the virtual reality, and and it's a bit like the Matrix. Yeah, and it's run by Hydra. It's very cool. It's uh, so it's run by Captain America. No, no, <laughs> no. But I did pick up Secret Empire so I can read about that and see what all the hubbub and controversy is about. So I'll let you know what I think of that probably in next week's episode. I haven't had a chance to read it yet. But, you know, why don't we talk about Dave's first news story, and we all can give our two cents, ten cents, whatever you want to give about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. We all saw it this weekend, didn't we, boys? Tom, I got one Ant-Man fact I just want to throw out there real quick. Oh, can you let Uh, it go? Ant-Man actually has a better Rotten Tomatoes rating than uh, Captain America, the first Avengers. I don't care. What did I say? I don't give a flying fuck what Rotten Tomatoes thinks about anything. Well, that's just a percentage of all the critics, so. I don't give a shit what critics think. I'm just critics. I am my own critic. I I do respect you guys' opinion, but you're wrong about this. That's it. That's it. Well, apparently all the the movie critics in the entire galaxy agree with Derek, so. Well, there you go. So feel good about yourselves. All right, on to other things. We're gonna. We're not talking about Ant Man. We're talking about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Did everybody get a chance to see it this weekend? Past weekend? No. <laughs> well, then you can just log off now. We don't need you for this uh, episode. This is why I brought Dave, just in case you two idiots didn't go like you were supposed of course to. I did. You had one job, money. One job. I've watched it like three times. All so. right, good. <laughs> yeah. In, oh, fa- awesome. in fact, you watched it on a terrible cam. On a streaming. I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. You that never happened. That is the worst. Why would you watch a movie like that for the first time under those conditions? I don't know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. I plead the fifth. Okay, how about hypothetically, if you were to have watched Guardians of the Galaxy through other means other than a movie theater? Okay, why, hypothetically. Hypothetically, why would you want to do that? Because I know it's there and I can't not 
see it. Exactly. You can't help yourself. Lack of self-control. He has no self-control. It's like when the teen mom porn came out, I just had to watch it because it was there. God. Oh. Teen mom one or two? One. Stop. Stop. Just Sarah Abraham. Hold on. Let me write this down, J-Money. Teen mom two, you said, or one? Are you writing writing it down for Iron Mike? Yeah, I put it in my notes on my iPad here. Okay. I'm going to email the notes to Iron Mike. There you go. Nice. Well, anyways, everyone's seen the movie, and I'm going to go around the room here. I'm going to ask you for an initial impression. We're going to go spoiler-free initially, and then we're going to dip into some deep spoilers. So if anyone listening hasn't seen the movie yet, you'll get a spoiler warning before we start spoiling. But I can't imagine anyone that would listen to this podcast hasn't seen the movie by now. Well, especially since by the time this podcast comes out, it'll be on HBO. Yeah, you're funny. They love busting my chops about how long it takes me to edit. Just for the record, the only reason it took me so long to get last week's episode out is because I had to go to see Guardians of the Galaxy last Thursday night. Then I had free comic book day on Saturday. I I was very busy. I just there aren't enough hours in the day. But I did get the episode out, you know, within the week. So I call that a win-win. <laughs> You were about eight hours away from it being another week, though. Well, whatever. I still got it in under the wire. That's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I'm, I'm anticipating a quick turnaround on this one. I don't think we'll have much to edit because we actually have somebody who's professional on for once. Dave is here with us. and Thanks. I know. Oh, oh, Dave. Yeah, Dave. So I, I'm actually <laughs> anticipating this to run smoothly for once, and I won't have to clean up you guys' mess as much as Dave, I Dave, I love like your it. restaurant. I go to it all the time. Applebee's. We don't even yeah. have that in Australia. Really? I bet you he's uh, never hear, heard that joke. Every now and then it appears on, um, you know, like it'll someone will mention it on a TV show or something. Huh. Well, do you guys yeah, have, uh, have? Do you have Longhorn Steakhouse Lone or Outback? Star? Outback Steakhouse. No, Outback. Oh, we have Outback. Yes. You do, really do have those in Australia. That's funny. Yeah. <sighs> do they, they only serve Fosters there, Dave? Oh my God. Oh, nobody in Australia drinks Fosters. Seriously, what? Guys. I figured so. <laughs> That's like going to Canada and saying no one drinks Molson. How about I don't believe you. every possible cliche you can think of and just throw it at the guy? Because I'm sure he never, I'm, I bet he never heard the Applebee's joke before. Dave are, are, Dave, are, Dave, are you watching Crocodile Dundee while we're recording? Hmm. <laughs> no, the Crocodile Hunter. There you go. Nice. <laughs> did he die? He did die. But he's dead. Yeah, his but, son's doing it now. No, Bindi, oh, he, his, oh, daughter, his, yeah. his daughter. His son Bindi. and daughter, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's like season two with Teen Mom? Oh, God. Not even close. All right. Can we stop going on a tangent and get to the business at hand, please? I have some nerd news related to the Guardians of the Galaxy. All right. Hit us with it real quick. Hit us. I, I, I bought my first ever lawnmower today at Home Depot. How is that related to Guardians of the Galaxy? Guess what the company, uh, the brand that I got was named? Drax. Gamora. <laughs> close. Rocket. Ego. Rocket. Ego. Oh, Ego. <laughs> <laughs> that was my third choice was Ego. <laughs> Uh, so I, was, I had to buy it. And, I was, yeah, was going to guess. It's a hybrid ye- one. It has a rechargeable battery pack. It's not even a gas uh, motor, Tom. Oh, geez. What did that cost you? Don't worry about it. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's like a it's like a Tesla lawnmower. Exactly. It's, it's powered by Ego. It's powered by Star-Lord's father. I just have to ask you this one question. Have you spent more <laughs> in a day of toy hunting than you did on this lawnmower? Yes. That's what I figured. <laughs> That, that's not even a, that's not even like a fair question. No, but that's all I needed to know about your lawnmower. 
ridiculous. I that's the picture of the box that I sent you guys is going to be the cover photo on your podcast tomorrow. Okay, fair enough. That's good. I'll use that. <laughs> All right, so we're going to start with our guest, Mr. David Appleby. And Afghani Dave, I'm going to give you a quick chance, because I haven't yet, to pimp your own podcast. Tell all the knotheads and Not Nation, not that they've never heard about your podcast or anything, but <laughs> tell, tell them all how they can find out more about your podcast. Okay, so if you just want to look up Aussie and the Pom on SoundCloud is where we are, and iTunes, you can look up Aussie underscore the Pom on Twitter, or you could look up myself, Afghani underscore Dave on Twitter. And yeah, check us out. Bit of banter, bit of news. The boys do their top five at the end, different subject every week, and it's just a good laugh. Yeah, you guys are a lot of fun. Yeah. We're big fans. Yeah. It's a good time. It's a good time. Yep. It's a quality hang. Uh, much appreciated. Yeah. Yeah, and if, if we we're part of like a big like other podcast group, I would definitely like, you know, let them join. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow. Just <laughs> hypothetically. You're going to get us kicked out. We're going to have to start our own group hey. with Aussie and the Palm because you're going to get us booted out of the mafia. <laughs> I'm kind of cool with that. I can think of about seven or eight right now yeah. that I would have joined. All right. Well, anyway, let's table that discussion for another time. Dave, what did you think of Guardians of the Galaxy? You want to give it a number between one and five? What would you rate it? And give us your overall impressions of it. Okay, so between one and five, I would give it a solid four. Okay. Not quite as good as the first one. Baby Groot was adorable. As, <laughs> as we expect. all expected, yeah. <laughs> exactly. The only bit that's kind of... Gen- there wasn't much of a plot. Other than that, that was probably the major letdown. But other than that, it was a good, solid, fun movie. Some excellent jokes in there. Mm-hmm. And uh, just good fun to watch. How about you, D-Rock Derek Mitris? What would you rate it 1 to 5 and give us your initial impressions? I thought that we usually do 1 to 10. I mean, if you can't handle a 1 to 5 scale, we can do 1 to 10, but I figure... I mean, 5's easier. I would do 1 to 5. Okay, so then uh, why are we even debating it then? (laughs) Do 1 to (laughs) 5. 1 to 100. All right, Derek. 1 versus 100. 1 to 110. No, hold on. On a scale of 1 to 110, (laughs) what would you give... I know Dave would give it 13% because he's Mr. 13% over there, but what would you give it on a scale of 1? Let me get my calculator. 1 to 110. What would you give it? All right. I will do, let me see here. Times 4. I'll give it an 88 out of 110. An 88? Mm Mm-hmm. Just dumb it down for me. On a scale of 1 to 5, what would that be? That would be a 4 also. Okay. Thank you. Jesus Christ. I'm not good at math. I'm a truck driver. All right, Jay Money, what was your score, 1 to 5, and what are your initial impressions of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2? 4.5, I loved it. Like I tweeted out, uh, I haven't laughed out loud that hard in a theater in years. Since My, Chips? Yes, yeah, since, since Chips. chips. <laughs> <laughs> My only little gripe was at the end it got a little too lovey-dovey, touchy-feely. But other than that, I loved it, 4.5, solid. Okay. Well, I will give it a four. I agree with Derek and Dave. It's a four out of five. And my initial impressions are very similar to, well, I, I actually agree with all of you. I, it was great. It was a lot of fun. It was very colorful. I love the way James Gunn handles the cosmic universe, and I like his take on it. 
It's uh, a good look, and I hope that carries into Captain Marvel and the other cosmic projects that Marvel has coming down the pike. There wasn't a huge story. It was... (laughs) I mean, the basic plot point was all about Star-Lord and his father. I mean, that was it. It was kind of like just spend a couple days with the Guardians. Yeah. That's what it was like. Well, yeah. It was like, okay, we don't have to introduce you to these characters because you met them in part one. So, you know, we don't really need to give you any major character development. We're just going to... See what they're up to. See all the family. Well, I mean, it was all about family, wasn't it? I mean, there were... It was kind of like the real world Guardians of the Galaxy. It was kind of like... Fast and the Furious meets Guardians of the Galaxy. It was all about family. It was about the the father-son relationship between Ego and Star-Lord. It was about the sister relationship between Gamora and Nebula. It was about the pseudo-father relationship between Yondu and Star-Lord. It was all family, family, family in your face, which... Groot was the baby. Groot was the baby, right? I, you know, <laughs> literally. So, literally. and then you know, Drax reminiscing about his family, and I mean, there was a lot of familial points that they hit with this movie, and that was the and a- Aisha and her brother too. Aisha and her brother. Who was her brother? Adam Warlock. Well, thanks for the spoiler alert, but <laughs> we haven't gotten into spoilers yet. But so I guess now we will. Spoiler alert: at the end, in one of the post-credit scenes. One of five. One of five. You see... Which was awesome. You see the cocoon, or the birthing pod, for who we believe is going to be Adam Warlock, because she calls him Adam. But, oh, it's going to be. Yeah, but it wasn't her brother. I mean, she she created him. She cloned him. So, technically, I guess it would be her son. I don't In know. the movies, I guess. Yeah, right. For the purposes of the movies. Tom, I know you didn't, but Derek and Dave, did you see it in 3D? No. I'm going to no. go in 3D and see it, though. Dave? No. I Okay. I actually uh, struggle with the 3D bit. I'm actually colorblind, and 3D okay. doesn't quite work for me. That's okay. So uh, I saw it in 3D, and best 3D movie I've ever seen, hands down. Really? It was fucking, it was fucking oh, wow. awesome. Wow. I can yeah. see how that would work. You, yeah, you could just picture all the stuff that was floating towards the screen and all that. Yeah, it was, without a shadow of a doubt, I mean, even better than Avatar, I thought. Wow. Wow. Was, Avatar was just such a piece of shit movie that you know, but I really, really liked the 3D. It was awesome. If you can see it in 3D, and you you know are able seeing 3D, I definitely recommend it. Yeah, I mean 3D gives me a headache, which is the only reason I don't go. I prefer the standard. I, I've seen. Yeah. I saw the first Thor in 3D, and I had a raging headache afterwards. So I just I mean, that could be one of the reasons I rate a little higher than you guys, just because I you get 3D to, was yeah, so you good. get the full experience, right? Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. No, you. You had a raging headache from Thor because we were all drinking before I went to see that. Well, that's true. I actually almost passed out midway through that movie. <laughs> I think we all did. I think Mark Reagan's had to like nudge me to wake me up. I think I did doze off at one point. I but. can't. I can't believe Mark Reagan's made plans with this and actually went. <laughs> oh my God, Derek! Well, it was like nine years ago. <laughs> Derek's throwing bombs, just lobbing grenades into the room, just like when he was in the army throwing grenades. Yeah. Yep. Right. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, so what would you say tuck, was tuck, tuck, and roll? I'm going to ask you guys your favorite part of the movie, and then your Howard the duck. Well, oh, the, I was going to say that. Yeah, the cameo. <laughs> I'm kidding. That was that wasn't my favorite part. All right. Well, I I would say the cameos, all the cameos. There were quite a few cameos in the movie that, and they were all really good. But your favorite part of the movie, Dave. What did what did you like the best about this movie? Oh, actually, you know what? The special effects making Kurt Russell young at the start of the movie—that oh, uh, that was really impressive. It's mind blowing. Yeah, that was cool. That. That's like the third time they've done that. Now they did it initially in Ant Man, making Michael Douglas mm-hmm. young, 
and that was creepy. Creepy because it was so yep. good. And then they did it again with Robert Downey Jr. at the beginning of Civil War, making him and young. they also done it with Princess Leia. And right. And then they recreated the Tarkin, yeah. But I'll be honest with Tarkin, you, it you. wasn't as well done in Rogue One as it has been in these Marvel movies. Yeah, which is funny because they're both Disney properties, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, and they're both, I, I would imagine, the same special effects companies handle handle both the movies. So I don't know why that is exactly, but there was definitely... I suppose I mean, the thing with the Marvel movies is they all have the older actor in space. So they're actually using the proper person and then just younging down the face. Right, right, right. Whereas with Rogue One, they had different people standing in. Sure, they had to create them from scratch. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so you would say the young Kurt Russell, when he looked more like Jack Burton from Big Trouble in Little China, your brother's favorite movie? Have you listened to the latest podcast? I'm about halfway through it. I haven't finished it yet. Does <laughs> Wait he, to get to the he, end. He makes some cracks. Oh, of course he does. The first thing Russ says is, ooh, Tom's not going to be happy. <laughs> Nate, I love you, but you're, you're wrong about Big Trouble in Little China, my friend. But hey, everyone's entitled there. Where do you stand on that, Dave? Do you like that movie? To be honest, I have never seen it. Well, I recommend it, even though your brother wouldn't. I do recommend it. That's right. We disagree about all sorts of things. It's a classic, that movie. It's an absolute classic. And you just need to go into it knowing it's cheesy and goofy. If you have that in your mind, I think he probably saw it under the wrong pretense. He probably went in expecting it to be something else, and that's why he didn't enjoy mm. it. Exactly. You take it at face value and take it for what it's worth. I mean, like Baywatch, when the Rock Baywatch movie drops... It doesn't matter what you think! You cannot expect that to be an awesome, great movie. You have to expect that to be silly and stupid and unbelievable. Like chips. There you go. And then you'll appreciate it. So, But anyway, yeah, it was really cool that they made him young in that opening scene there. That was really crazy. What about you, D-Rock? What was your favorite part, your high point, about Guardians of the Galaxy? I would probably say the end of the movie, the the Yandu scene. That was probably my favorite when the music kicked in and basically like you know the climax end of the whole movie. They gave him the Ravager send off. No, 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 no. The one where he uh, you know shot, shot the whistle. The uh, yeah, throughout the whole ship. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and they were exactly. playing Jay and the Americans come a little bit closer. Yeah, that was probably my favorite part. I mean, There's a lot of parts that I liked, but nothing like none of the scenes jumped out of me saying that was my, you know, that was my favorite part of the whole movie. Yeah, that was a good scene. His revenge scene, mm-hmm. <laughs> taking out yeah, all. I, the... I, actually, I appreciate the movie now after I looked at all like the Easter egg and spoiler stuff online the next day. I have to go see it again. I'm going to go see an IMAX this week during the day. I think. But it, I, I did. It, I appreciate it a lot more. Like I didn't know that Sylvester Stallone was Starhawk. Oh yeah, he was Stakar. Yep. yep. Yeah, but he <laughs> like nothing like him. So no. after I I read that, I'm like, oh, he's supposed to be Starhawk. Oh, okay. But you didn't put it together at the end when they showed the original Guardians team. No, I didn't even. I didn't even know that was them, dude. So Ving, you didn't know Ving Rhames was Charlie Twenty Seven? No, not until after I was like watching. I'm like, who the fuck is that supposed to be? I know it's supposed to be someone big. Ah, and that was obviously yeah. Martin X. The crystalline guy was obviously Martin X. You didn't? I didn't know that either because he he had a whole jumpsuit on except his head. So right, it, 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 th- it threw me off. Yeah. Okay. Did, well, did you know who who played uh, Martin X? Yeah, it was the guy who played Lex <laughs> Luthor in Smallville. Michael Rosenbaum. <laughs> yeah, Michael Rosenbaum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And who was the guy? Uh, the guy that was like the little electronic thing. What was that all about? Oh, the head. Yeah. That's mainframe. That was actually Miley Cyrus. Yeah, I knew that was Miley Cyrus. Mm-hmm. 
And then Michelle Yeoh was Seriously? Alita. Yep. Yeah, Miley Cyrus was the voice of Mainframe, the little robot head. And Michelle Yeoh was Alita, who's Stakar's Darhawk's sister. Yeah, and, and they, uh, at one point in the Guardians of the Galaxy comics, they would join, they would like hold hands together, and, and that's how they would like get their powers. Right. Kind of like Firestorm. Kind of like the Wonder Twins. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But anyway, all right, so that's good. What about you, Money? What, what was your favorite part of the movie? My favorite part was at the uh, very end when Gamora finally puts her arm around Star-Lord and they, he puts his arm around her. Oh, come on. You big That's your favorite Hugh part? No, he's, yeah. making, no, he's mocking Stop. it. You just said it got all warm and fuzzy and you didn't like that. You already but said But I liked that part because I felt like he was finally going to bang her. <laughs> oh, he was finally going to get some galactic snaggle pussy. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, and she said it's unspoken. Yeah. 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 I thought that was awesome. Mm-hmm. That's not your favorite part, though. No, my favorite part was just all the parts with Baby Groot. They were so fucking funny. I was just dying laughing the whole time. I can't pick out one scene. What about the toe? <laughs> the, the toad? The toe. The when toe. You the toe. Oh. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> this yeah, rocket goes, let's never talk about know, this again. That was, that was my favorite part when he kept going and getting all that funny stuff. That was all my the stuff. favorite part. Yeah. That and was when you think I was he, open, he opens the drawer and you can see the fin, and then he yep. grabs that little, was it like a packet of bubble gum or something? <laughs> or it was chew, wasn't it? Was it like dip, like skull, like uh, uh, tobacco? Yeah, whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was my favorite scene when, they, when he kept going back and forth getting all this funny stuff. Well, when, Rocket yeah. <laughs> when Rocket was like, we'll just keep the thumb here. <laughs> uh, when he t- when he said to leave the eye. <laughs> yeah, yeah, leave the eye. No, leave, leave that here. He's like, he'll wake up tomorrow and he won't know where his eye is. He won't be able to see. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah, that was my favorite scene, that whole scene. Okay. Yeah, I thought it, that, that joke was a bit like, you know how that leg joke was funny in the first one? Let's mm-hmm. make an eye joke. Exactly. That was a nod to the leg joke. Yeah. Absolutely. But at exactly. least it was good because it was some continuity for Rocket's character, which I appreciated. You know what to yeah. expect. <laughs> so I would say my favorite part is anything with Drax. Drax was my favorite part of the movie. He was awesome. I gotta give. I it, agree. Yeah, he was. Awesome. I really gotta give a nod to Batista because he Blue Batista. Blue Batista is just the animal. He's so perfect in that role. Walks and alone. I never expected that, and he was a surprise in the first movie, and he just kept on impressing me in the second one. He was great. He was a scene stealer. That guy. And he had some Every great scene he was in with Mantis. Oh my he god! Nailed it. Oh, he had such great lines when he was telling her how disgusting she. was. How, how repulsive and ugly she was! Oh my god! Mm-hmm. And then he was. She's like, I'm at disgusting. the end where he goes, "You're beautiful too," on the inside. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> well, because he's not going to. They're all getting soft, mushy. Oh, it was hilarious. Oh, he was awesome. He was so awesome. He's like, and I know I had seen the scene in the commercial, but it was still. It made me roll over laughing when she touched Star Lord and embarrassed him in front of Gamora, saying that he had sexual feelings for her. And then Drax's reaction: to it, "Do me, do me." Oh, yeah. Oh my God! You must be so embarrassed. Do me. Oh, it's great. He was so good. That, and he, that played well. The bit. I thought was really ruined was the bit where Mantis got knocked out by that rock. Right. And then all of a sudden he goes, Mantis, look out. Yeah, because I in thought, the commercials. If they, if they hadn't shown that in the commercial, yeah. the teaser, the trailer, 
that would have been hilarious. Well, not only that, but the commercial there was coming a, from a mile away. And and then in the commercial there was a different line that he said. He said, "Whoa, did you see that? That almost hit me." I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did too. Yeah, that would have been a funnier line than Mantis look out, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but either way, it was good. It was it was well done. And James Gunn, I tip my hat to you, man. You know how to make a fun cosmic movie. Now, not every movie's perfect, so you know what I'm going to ask you next. What was your least favorite part about this movie, Dave? I don't know if it's really a negative, but I saw a lot of setup for future. Mm -hmm. The whole Sty Stallone thing, that didn't need to be in there, other than I think they're going to have a part in Infinity Wars. Right. And same with Adam Warlock. The gold people were kind of a bit, they weren't necessary for the movie either. It, It should have been concentrated more on, you could have done a lot more on Ego. I think they were thrown in. Well, I think they were there as a plot device to throw you off and make you think that they were supposed to be the villain in the film when actually Ego turned out to be. The twist was that Ego was the bad guy the whole time. So I kind of see why they were necessary. But you're right. They got too much screen time, though. I'll give you that. They they ate up too much screen time. Those those uh, sovereign, they were called. That's it. The sovereign. yeah. Yeah. How about you, Derek? What did you think was a negative about Guardians of the Galaxy? Uh, just like Dave was saying before, but didn't really have much of a plot. I, I thought the ego story line was a little like just drawn out almost. I think it would have been cool if they got rid of the sovereign people, shortened the ego part, and then had something else like some badass stuff with the Ronin or Thanos in it. Yeah, it was that was a lot of people were surprised there was no Thanos at all. They thought for sure he'd make an appearance or there would be some more. I mean, there was a mild mention of the Infinity Gems, but really this had nothing to do with the Infinity Stones and it didn't mm-hmm. progress that story at all. Yeah, one of the cool Dude. things I did like about the ego thing is towards the end when they're battling each other when Star-Lord had the cosmic power with them. It reminded me, of, you know, very reminiscent of like cosmic battle you know, panel scenes in, in comic books. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was like really cool that, I, that like jumped out at me. How about that reveal of ego's face on the planet? That was pretty awesome too. When the pan that out. I liked. Yeah. yeah I was, was hoping really they were going to do that. Cause I don't like, I didn't like the idea of, of that to begin with when I first heard about it, but then the way they did it, they made up for I, it. I, yeah. yeah. It just, it was just too drawn out. Like a part of the time I was just like yawning, like, uh, all right, let's just move on. Start another story, please. <laughs> Drax had some good bits when he goes, do you have a penis? Yeah, that was good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was a good skit there. And he's talking about how his his father would talk about how he impregnated his mother <laughs> oh, yeah. at every holiday or something. He'd brag about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you guys feel they really uh, pushed the PG-13? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah gonna, I, I did, too. Actually, that's one of my negatives. But it, you tell me what you yeah, found. I, mean, I, I took my 14-year-old daughter. Mm-hmm. I mean... She's at that age where I don't think she should know stuff, but clearly she does. Mm-hmm. And she was laughing and carrying on. But every now and then I was just like, ooh. You'd cringe. You know, yeah. Maybe not. Yeah, I cringed a bit because I knew my 14-year-old daughter was sitting right next to me. Right. What did you think, Money? What was your negative coming out of that movie? I know you were, you liked it the most out of all of us, so you probably don't have too many negatives. But Just how it got so lovey-dovey at the end. The thing with Yondu as like the father figure, I was like, uh, I don't know. This is a little too much. Well, but that was part of the plot, though. I mean, Peter had been searching for his lineage and who his father was, the, and the entire time his father was really Yondu. That was, I mean, it was a little on the nose, but that was the point. He was searching for his father for so long, and then his father turned out to be a total dick, and Yondu, who raised him, was really, his, as Yondu put it, he may have been your father, but I was your daddy. You know? Yeah, that got a little too much for me, though. 
I mean, it, I think it served the story to have that. Yeah, but it just made Yondu not as much of a badass as he was. You know, I just, I don't know. I don't know. No, he, was, that, he, was pretty, really he was pretty badass when he took out all the mutineers. <laughs> yeah, but like I said, it just, just made him seem a little less badass. Right. So. Well, he had, a soft, he had a soft spot for Peter. Yeah. Well, you know. That's why he never ate him. <laughs> well, my negative. I like the Krugar uh, thing at the uh, end of the movie, too. Oh, the little bonus scene where he was trying to do the whistling Thumb. at the arrow. When he's doing the thumbs up. Oh yeah, is he going to be in the next one? Is he going to take over Yondu's spot? You think? No, no. But no. like that guy is—I don't really know much about him. But like, in, he was part of the the Galactic Guardians, and he's the Sorcerer Supreme of the future. Oh, that's who so you're talking the, about. I yeah. thought you were talking about Sean Gunn, James Gunn's brother, who was Yondu's second in command. You mean? Oh, that's oh, that who I thought you were talking about. Yeah, that's who we oh. thought you meant. His yeah. name was his name's Krakar or Krakar. Krakar. Yeah. yeah, but the the other character's oh, oh, name is very guy. similar. Um, Shit, I don't know. Yeah, it's not. It's not important. All right. So you were talking yeah. about in when they showed the original Guardians team with Sylvester Stallone at the end. Yep. Okay. And they went to that scene after Charlie Twenty Seven, and they showed that lizard guy with the two thumbs up. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even notice it because I read about it after. Is how they showed all the techno wizardry around his hands, just like Doctor Strange does in the Doctor Strange movie. Oh, so he's like the Sorcerer Supreme of space. No, he's the Sorcerer Supreme of, of the future, like where the Guardians of the Galaxy was. Uh, that's pretty cool. S- so, but I don't know if he's going to just be, I mean, they probably won't ever use him again, but, you know, he's just going to be like, you know, a sorcerer dude. Because he was trained by the Ancient One, too, just like Doctor Strange was. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's some interesting backstory. Thank you for that. That's awesome. Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, my negative for the movie was, like Money was saying, it was they, the PG-13, I felt like it was unnecessary. Some of the shit that they did in that movie made me cringe, like when Taserface jettisoned all of Yandu's faithful men out into space and they like made mm-hmm. it and they like made it a point to show I mean it was a little graphic don't you think like they shot that guy out the airlock and then you watched the life mm-hmm. just drain from his eyes and he crystallized in space I mean that was pushing that PG-13 and it kind of took me out of the movie because you had this fun aesthetic going on. Like, even when Rocket was taking out all the guys, jumping around, knocking them all out, it was fun, you know? There was a funness to it. And then they just brought it all to a screeching fucking halt and had Taserface just brutally kill all of these men who were supposedly his brothers, these Ravager brothers, and he just threw them all into space. And I understand, I think they just focused on it too much. They they could have made it a little more subtle and maybe not shown it it wouldn't have been so jarring it was really jarring to me that that happened mm. it was and, a little logically it would have made more sense if they just left them on the planet sure sure i was more excited that i actually bought tickets on fandango and when i went to the movie theater they're actually still there. Oh, I, no. I was i was figuring we were gonna i was gonna buy them and then go there and then jay money picked them up before me <laughs> Well, because if, been- you, if you pre-ordered them and didn't pick them up within 48 hours, they release them to the channel. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, well, I'm sorry, Mr. Meechers. You, you had the same Someone named name, Mr. So Meechers already came and got your tickets. Eric's yeah. <laughs> never going to let that go. He's never going to let that go, money. Well, let's face it. They would have said Mr. Metris. This is true. But anyway, so I thought some of that was unnecessary, and they probably could have lightened it up a bit and got a PG rating. You know, obviously the penis jokes were were funny, and that obviously would have pushed it to a PG-13 anyway. It's a cock! 
And then my only other negative was that god-awful moment where he throws the frickin' energy ball with his dad. That was so oh, yeah. fucking hokey and... Jo- oh, God, that was so... When they played catch? Yeah, it made me cringe. I just... I cringed. It was so oh. annoyingly... Yeah, that, took, that took me out of the movie. Yeah, well, it was uncomfortable so and weird and you're... A gro- I didn't think it was that bad. I thought it was, it was funny. You're, yeah, I thought I liked it. You're a grown ass man, and you're throwing an energy ball. You you just created an energy ball for the first time ever, and your first impulse is to have a catch with your guy. Yeah, he wanted who to says, play catch with his dad. Didn't you do that when you were a kid? Yeah. The only thing that would have been cooler if there was like a funnel that they could try to throw it into. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It just that scene didn't work for me. I think it was unnecessary. I mean, I I get the idea behind it. I just thought it was a little too on the nose. It was just too. I don't know. It didn't work. You probably would have liked it better if you saw it in 3D. Yeah, mate. Oh, the ball actually like comes at you and <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Oh, that's kind of <laughs> no, it cool. didn't. No, the ball came at you. Oh yeah, I like it when the balls come at you. So that's perfect. Sure do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but that was pretty much my only negatives. I mean, Lewis from Anger Geeks had a couple of good points, like the scene where they're fighting in Ego's inner core there. And Rocket's asking for the tape, and then Peter's going around during the battle asking everyone if they have any tape. Like, that was kind of stupid and unnecessary. I thought that was funny. I thought that was a riot. I mean, it was was funny, but I saw Lewis's point. It was a little bit... I mean, you have to suspend your disbelief, obviously, with these movies to begin with. But, but, I mean, that's a real stretch, thinking that while all that fighting is going on, he's going to take time to go person to person asking if they have some tape that was kind of yeah, that was one of the funniest parts i was dying. yeah i don't know first of all i had oh already seen I, that I, I thought it was funny but uh i just thought it went on just a little bit too long yeah it was yeah exactly it became uncomfortable it went on too long but that's it i mean there aren't a lot of negatives to this movie it was well done mostly, mostly just nitpicking yeah i mean you gotta bad. nitpick it's not like ant-man where all of the negatives are obvious <laughs> oh, here we go. you really have to look for some problems <laughs> with this one but uh, <laughs> where would you guys rank this in the pantheon of marvel movies like i'm not gonna say top five but what would you say is it on the upper tier middle tier or top lower third. Top yeah third. Yep. okay and how about you derek where would you place guardians of the galaxy volume two yeah, probably uh, upper, upper three. Okay. Was Guardians in your original top five? I forget, the original Guardians. I don't know if we ever did a top five Marvel. Yeah, we probably need to do that at some point. We'll probably have a Marvel special where we do that. There's just so many of them. Yeah. Next I week, love them all. That's the yeah, thing. exactly. Yeah. Me too. It's like your children. It's hard to pick a favorite. You know. Yeah, I just, I feel like the Guardians, they're really not in the same universe yet. Right, so it's hard to I know, compare. I, mean, I know they are, but it doesn't. They haven't interacted with the other characters yet, so it doesn't feel like they're there. Yeah, right. Whereas all the other characters at this point have interacted with each other. Mm-hmm. And I read that was one of James Gunn's point. He wants to make these kind of self-contained. Right. Now, did you feel so like it was a little too contained? Like there should have been a little more Infinity War setup with this movie because there was barely any. There oh, was totally. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was I was hoping one of the five after credit scenes was something with Captain America or at least Thor or at least the Soul Stone, which is the only gem that's still missing, I believe. Yeah, yeah, that's what I wanted. I wanted just something with the Avengers to tie some, it, some kind of scene. Yeah, kind of dovetail. I actually thought perhaps they might have shown up when Ego the, the thing Earth. was attacking on Earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I was, I totally was hoping. Too. When that started, I thought, "Ooh, are we going to get some Avengers here?" 
I got all yeah. excited for a moment, and then it never happened. Right. Yeah, I agree with Dave. I thought it would have been interesting if the Soul Gem was actually what was powering Ego, and after he blew up, it was left behind floating in space. But that, Ooh, that would have been good. Wouldn't that have made sense? Because mm-hmm. in his origin, when he was telling Peter about himself, he's like, I don't know how I came to be, but I, I became conscious. And, I mean, it would have made sense if the Soul Gem was what was powering him, and that's where he was getting his light, quote-unquote, you know, because obviously it's energy. You can't destroy energy. So when he blows up, it's got to go somewhere. And it would have been kind of cool if the soul gem was left in the wake of the destruction of the planet. Uh, yeah, I agree with you, Tom. But I don't know. What do I know? I don't write these movies. I just watch I, them. I do wonder if Sylvester Stallone and his crew are going to make an appearance in Thor Ragnarok. That's possible. I mean, now that we yeah, know that they can jump space. around, yeah, and they can jump, they have those jump points, which I didn't realize that's yep. how they got around, so they could very easily... That was, that was great, too, when their faces were all being looking funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't like that at all. Oh, you didn't? That's probably one of the things I didn't like, actually. No, it looked too stupid? It, yeah, it's just stupid, yeah. Uh, yeah it was like when, a, they, when they went back to it the second time, like... Uh, they just looked like Snapchat filters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's probably why I hated it. Yeah, exactly. I thought it was funny. Hello? Oh, somebody's got a dog in the background there. Oh, sorry, that was me. No, that's okay. I just wanted to <laughs> there, make... There's a bear walking around here the other day. I thought maybe Jay Money adopted a dog and didn't tell any of us. No, no dogs for me. Just toys. Let yep. the dogs out. <laughs> what did you guys think of the after credit scene with Teenage Group? I didn't like it. Why? I don't know. I, he's better uh, either fully grown or just a baby. Well, there's got to be a midpoint where right. he's not a baby and he's not fully grown. Yeah, he could, the midpoint could be during production when we don't have to see that. I don't care about. I don't care about. You know, hipster teenager group. It's stupid. Well, my biggest problem. I, I think he'll be he'll be full growing next time we sure. see him. Of course, yeah, in time absolutely. for Infinity War. Oh yeah, thankfully. I, I think my biggest problem with that scene was the fact that Peter could suddenly understand him. When he said, I am Groot, and he knew what he, and he could decipher what that meant, I was like, wait a minute. Well, when... that was probably like a couple of years later. Right, but, you know, still. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I thought it was. It could have been growing fast. That could have that could have been like a week later. Yeah. You know what I'll chalk that up to? I'll chalk that up to when Ego touched Peter's head and made him see the cosmic for a minute. It, maybe that opened his mind, and now suddenly he has a universal translator ability. <laughs> no, I think it's just that he spent enough time with Groot by then. Okay. I think it's funny that Rocket's the only one that I, that can understand him. I liked that aspect of the characters, but but that's fine. Well, I guess you don't like change. No, I don't. But I will put this movie in the top tier of all the Marvel movies. I think it's pretty far up there. I do agree with Dave. It's not as good as the first one, but it did have some kick-ass cameos. I love that the Watchers were in there with Stan Lee. That was great. Yeah, that was really awesome. That was awesome. That was a high point in the movie. I, I almost... That and the Adam Warlock thing probably was... My biggest, you know, OMG uh, moment of the movie. Mm-hmm. But you kind of saw and, that coming. Oh, uh, yeah, but I was did you guys, Warlock's one of my favorite characters, so right. I was flipping out. Did you guys laugh out loud when Howard the Duck showed up? Yeah, that was That good. was great. I wish we saw Cosmo the Space <laughs> Dog, too. We didn't get you to saw see him in the credits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was in the credits. Yeah, I noticed him. Sounds and, like, and sounds the, grand, like, the Grandmaster is sounds, in the credits, too. Sounds like he's over yep. at your house, actually. Cosmo the Space Dog. I hear him in the background there. <laughs> Yeah, so there's is, obviously something going on. All the dogs in the neighborhood are barking at the moment. Uh-oh. So, so you, this, you, have do- uh, you have dogs over in Australia? Yeah, you got dingoes. That's cool. <laughs> dingoes, <laughs> yes. 
Oh my goodness. So does this mean that what they're trying to say is all of Stanley's cameos have been him as a watcher? Well, there you go. No, what 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 they're trying to say is I was reading that Stan Lee is kind of like the the news guy for the watchers. He okay. he, he like kind of you know helps you know tell them you know what's going on if they don't, which doesn't make any sense because you know the watchers see everything. Yeah, they're cos- job, but... they're cosmic. They can see all. <laughs> but the well, concept so... is that it's all the same character in every movie. Right. Okay. Even Correct. in Spider, even yeah. in the Spider-Man movies, then too. Yes. Yeah. That's cool. Oh, is is he in the Spider-Man ones as well? Yeah, the, the old ones, the Sam Raimi yeah. ones. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I thought I was talking about the the new one. Is he? He's going to be. Oh, he'll in be in the new one. Yeah. He was in the Amazing yeah. Spider-Man and the uh, Amazing Spider-Man Part Two, and oh. he was in the Sam Raimi ones too. Yep. Fuck those movies. <laughs> the Sam Raimi ones? No, the Amazing Spider-Man series. Oh, so awful. Mm-hmm. At least the costume was cool. <laughs> Fuck those movies. Well, <laughs> why don't we wrap things up? I think we've said all we need to say about Guardians Volume 2. So I think it, we all agree it's a good movie, and we all recommend that Not Nation go out and see it, yes? One, uh, yep. one, one critical thing I had was I got sick of the music by the end. Oh, I love the music, dude. Really? No, I, got I sick love of the music. By the end. No, I was ready for some like 80s metal or something. I just got sick of it. Well, you'll get that in the next movie because now he's got a Zune. <laughs> Uh, that was awesome. Yeah, that <laughs> I was, was good. Dying. I was dying at that. Just because when okay, me and so Derek that, uh, worked at GameStop. Is Zune a real thing? Yes. Yeah, it is. It, yeah. Was, uh, it was Microsoft's oh, okay. answer to the iPod, and it just failed miserably. Miserably. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I probably never even made it to Australia. That's why no. I never uh, recognized it. No, that's, when a, me and, that's a very American joke. When me and Derek worked at that GameStop, which I think is EB Games in Australia, am I correct, Dave? Yep. Yeah. When yes. we worked there, uh, the Zoom first came out. They were pushing it like crazy. Yeah, there's a big like display of it and everything. Yeah, they were just pushing the Zoom like crazy, and we never sold whatever. And we had to. Well, Derek was a manager, so we had to count them every morning. And we actually had one Zoom that just like held up a shelf because it stayed there forever. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that, Derek? Yep. This held, it literally held up a shelf because we knew we were never going to sell it. It could not compete with the iPod. Nope. No. I actually I bought one when they like cleared them out for like next to nothing, and we got our discount on them. How much was it? Oh god, it was probably like sixty bucks for like a thirty-two gig. Do you ever use it? I used it for a little bit, but it didn't have. Uh, it didn't have. There was like no speaker for it, so you had to only use the headphones. And it didn't have a touch screen, so by then the iPod Touch was out, so you were just like, this is stupid, no touch screen, what the fuck, this is right. a piece of shit. I don't know. I ended up selling it on eBay and I actually made money, so. There you go. I think it was still a cool joke in the Guardians movie that was... Oh, it was uh, wicked funny. Yeah, it was funny. He's like, 300 songs? <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> All right, cool. So why don't we wrap things up? With recommendations, let's let our guest go first. Mr. Dave, Afghani Dave from the Aussie and the Palm podcast. What would you like to recommend to Not Nation out there this week? Ooh, good call. Actually, I've just finished watching season two of Colony. Man, that you show's good. with that one? Oh, that show's awesome. Okay, yeah, cool. It's a bit of a slow burn, but uh, it's really intriguing. I love to watch that show. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to season three. I'm a little yep, upset. Hopefully, uh, should be out next year. I'm a little upset. Carl Weathers didn't show up in season two. He was a big player in season one, and then he's just, not. No, he disappears. 
He didn't die. <sighs> he didn't die. I suspect, though, that he'll show up in Season 3. I would hope so. they're heading out into the wild. So. Yeah, that'll be good. I'll like what? That. Well, he's in Season 1, and he doesn't die, so he can come back. Relax. I didn't finish Season 1 yet. All right, we'll finish it. It's good. It's real good. <laughs> How about you, D-Rock? What do you want to recommend? I would recommend Guardians of the Galaxy comic books from the 90s. Okay. The original Check team. them out. Yeah. They're, well, they're not they're, they're not the 50 cents bin anymore, but right. you had your chance. You had your chance for the last 30 years. That's right. Well, I have all those issues, so I'm good. Yeah, you, me too. That was the one disappointing thing about the original team. There was no Vance Astro. Correct. Yeah. Such a good character. Absolutely. How about you, Jay Money? What do you want to recommend to everybody? I will recommend if you have Xbox Live Gold which is where you pay for a subscription to Xbox Live once a year. They actually have a program called Games with Gold, and you get four free games every month. And this month you have a game called the Gianni Sisters Twisted Dreams. It's like a platformer like Rayman Legends or Rayman Origins. It's a really cool game. But also for the Xbox 360 this month, Star Wars The Force Unleashed Part 2 is one of the free Xbox Live games. So if you've never played that, then I would highly suggest it. Uh, I beat it many, many years ago. I'm sure Derek did. Even Tom might have played that, right, Tom? Yes, I did. Okay, so uh, that's my recommendations for this week. Uh, Xbox Live Gold, a couple free games that are awesome. And if you're a Walking Dead fan like Tom is, the Telltale Series Season 2 is also one of the free games this month. Awesome. Yeah, those are great. I recommend those, too. It's not really free if you have to spend $50 a year on subscription, though. (laughs) <laughs> okay, well, it's a benefit of having Xbox Live Gold to give you four free games a month. So what season are they up to now on those games, Tom? Season three. Okay, so this is pretty recent then if they're giving you season two for free. Mm-hmm. All right, that's cool. Excellent. That's all I got for this week. Awesome. Well, I will recommend The Blacklist, as always, because that show is so good, and it's been really, really good, and amping up to what I can only imagine is going to be one hell of a season finale. So if you're not watching The Blacklist, you can catch up on Netflix. Season 1 through 3 are all available on Netflix. And this season, season 4, has been outstanding as well. So it's consistent. It's one of those shows, it is consistently good. And I don't say that about a very many shows. So, Like 24? Like Well, 24 had some off seasons. It wasn't consistent. Come on! No, I, I think even Russ would agree to agree with me. The season where his father was the main bad guy was not. Oh, I that, like that. Nah, that was a little weird. With, the, with his, with his, his uh, crazy brother? brother? Yeah, his, his brother, and, and nobody knew if his nephew was really his kid, like looked exactly like him, and so the rumor was that maybe that was his kid. And that season was lost on me. I, I didn't care much for it, but other than that, I mean, 24 was better than it was bad. Legacy was... Some of the greatest shows ever made. You're yeah, crazy. I'm... I'm not saying it wasn't. You're not listening to me. I'm saying it. Oh, you're you're saying it's better than it was bad. What the hell does that mean? It means that you didn't like oh, it. Good no, it means the show was better than it was bad. It, I mean, it had better. Okay, I'm sorry. It had more good seasons than good it bits. had bad. Thank you, thank you, Dave. Thanks for translating for the <laughs> dumb American over here. <laughs> So I will. Somebody's re- hungry. I'm going to recommend Blacklist. I'm going to recommend you also all start thinking about Star Wars. What are you talking about? And you guys may ask me, but Tom, why would we want to think about Star Wars? The The Clone Wars? Episode 8 doesn't come out until December. But the reason I want you to start thinking about Star Wars, not Nation, is because we are coming up on the anniversary, the official 40th anniversary of Star Wars is May 25th, 2017, because it was originally released on May 25th, 1977. 
And we are going to have a very special Star Wars retrospective episode where we talk all about the movies and our favorite bits, our favorite characters, what we would do to fix certain things like the prequels. We're going to get all involved in Star Wars on our very special 40th anniversary episode, which is coming up. So start thinking about Star Wars. That's what I would. I wasn't even alive when that first came out. That's okay. We won't. I was born. I was born like seven months after that. We are not going to hold that against you. You can still participate. But I could say that I was born before it came out in the movies, because when it was re-released, I was already born. So. Yeah, it came out again in 79, right? So a lot of people don't even know that. So. Mm-hmm. May the force be with you. But you, you know what one of the guys at work told me the other day? No. That he's never seen Star Wars, any of the Star Wars, Whoa. but that the mummy, oh, it gets better, but the mummy is one of his favorite movies and movie series. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Brendan Fry's a mummy. Yes. <laughs> Not the Tom Cruise one? <laughs> not the Tom Cruise one, unless it's related. But needless to say, I'm not friends with that guy at work anymore. Delete! <laughs> Ouch. All right. Well, that's sober. I don't think he likes 24 either, so I'm not going to talk to him anymore. <laughs> you just made the list! Has he ever seen Lord <laughs> of the Rings, by chance? I don't think he has either. Oh, wow. Yeah. He needs to get No out big loss. Oh, you're well, you money. run into these hipster dudes who are in their 20s and never seen, like... The greatest movies of all time, and what are you going to do? You're going to school them and make them watch them. They're too busy watching Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Oh boy! Don't tell Mark. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> all right. Well, why don't we wrap things up? Once again, I want to thank our special guest, Mr. Afghani Dave Dave Appleby from the Aussie and the Palm Show. Dave, thanks so much for coming on with us and reviewing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Uh, thanks, Dave. Pleasure, boys. Yeah, thanks, Dave. I really appreciate it. No worries. It was definitely a pleasure. I'd love to come on anytime. Oh, we'll have awesome. you on again. It was nice to oh, finally I'm... nice to finally have you on. And unlike my other co-hosts, your recording schedule really suits my job schedule. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we really. Pre- just, I happen to have Mondays off, and you guys record Sunday nights. So uh, it works your out. time, so it just suits me. Perfect. You got it. The problem with the other guys is they um they both have jobs, and they're on opposite sides of the world. And obviously, they're the main two guys, so they pick the schedule, and either I can or I can't make it. So right. I'm not on every week. But you should be. <laughs> yeah, j- j- just like me, Dave. That's right. Derek I'm is not an- every week, but I should be. Right? Derek's not on every week either. Don't feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of like a special guest this week, too, right, Tom? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Mr. Well, they started calling me Mr. 13% the other day. That's I right. I don't know why they picked that number, but anyway. <laughs> At least not 109 no, that's Iron Mike. Iron Mike's 109. All right, boys. Well, on behalf of my magical and mental co-hosts, Mr. Afghani Dave. Always a pleasure. Mr. 110% himself, D-Rock Derek Mitris. I am Groot. And the man who brings the money, Mr. J Money. I just want bang, bang, bang. <laughs> my name is Tom Van Zandt. This has been the legal episode of Not Another Nerdy Podcast, episode number 21. Oh, Dave, that reminds me. What's the legal drinking age over there? 18. Whew, you guys, you don't know how good you got it. <laughs> the American students that come over love it. Oh, of course they do. My name is Tom Van Zandt. Thank you all for listening. We will talk to you next week. Until then, cheers. Cheers. Use his word and all would say there goes a clever jet. When Dukes and Martin Rogers pass a time of day with me, I say me special words and we'll be off three after two. Woo! Super Gamma Fresh!
One night I said it to me girl, and now me girl's me wife. Oh, and a lovely thing she is too. <laughs> She's supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. I wonder if that guy from work really likes the Scorpion King too. Oh. <laughs> he probably thinks that CGI was awesome <laughs> when he was the, the gra- Yeah, the graphics are so good, man. That's the, that's the best CGI I've ever seen. It's all about them graphics. That's like when guys come into GameStop, you're like, oh, how's that new game? Like, uh, are the graphics really good? <laughs> oh, uh, them graphics. Them graphics. It's hey, so I'm, graphical. Hey, good. <laughs> I think, Tom, one future episode, we should just have, do a uh, GameStop Stories episode. Oh, we will. Okay, cool. Because I've got some EB games which turned into GameStop stories. So, yeah, we have a we have some, you have some bab- Babbage's stories, Tom. Babbage's. <laughs> oh God! What in God's holy name are you blathering about? 